0: I'm here. I'm here. Um, what's, how, how, I'm queer? Yeah,
1: I'm here. I'm queer. <laughs> um, all right, you know, that was last month, man. No,
0: that was. Yeah, now it's July now. It's all about the, cut the corporate straight lives out. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I keep seeing, like, memes about that shit where it's, like, um, all the ones where it's, like, big corporations as soon as it hits July 1st. and See like, they're, like <laughs> 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 Or they're, like, painting over it with, like, yeah. all black or something like it's that. So fucked up, dude. But no, it's so it's, true. It really, really is. Like, it's the just the truth of the matter. It's, um, they don't really give a shit. Like, everyone's like, hey, how about we um, take that money and donate it to a cause that's going to, you know, help at-risk kids or people that are struggling with that. It's like, no, how about we just put rainbows on our shit and <laughs> yeah, that counts as caring. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like, I don't think that counts as activism. Uh, that's, um,
1: yeah, and it wouldn't be that bad, like, if, like, they had all the ads and then they can't, even if they came out to their own horde and said, we're donating, money to lgbtq plus right, yeah youth you know but it's just like target with a rainbow target and they're like come buy our clothes,
0: <laughs> and that's really it. Yeah, there's nothing we love behind everybody it. yeah it's like yeah but <laughs> you don't act like it you yeah. know what uh, which company i really want to see do something for pride month just because i think it'd be funny as hell chick-fil-a because <laughs> you know they're like super not about it yeah right they've I'm been just, like, real
1: quiet, real <laughs> quiet. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. like, like,
0: like wh- how they even do that um Rain, a um, rainbow slushy, like, like slushy. The lemonade, like the lemonade. Yeah, I could dude, see that. Have you had that before, though. From from like where? Just like Chick-fil-A? in general. No, Chick-fil-A they have a lemonade, of, lemonade. Oh, oh yeah, dude, I had that shake first time I had it, it was a few weeks ago. I I just I was really just fucking craving lemonade. That mm. was really it. I don't know why. It was just one of those days, and I was just like, I want lemonade. So I went there and I got a giant thing of lemonade. And then I got the lemonade slushie because yeah. I was like, you can never have too much lemonade. And then I had a fucking lemonade flavored vape. I think that's probably what got in my head. Lemonade I was veins. like, right. I was like, I'm tasting this. I need more. <laughs> need more lemon. So I went there and I got that. And um, dude, I think it's so good, dude. I'm telling you, it's Christian's so not how to cook. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyways, um, hey guys. So this is um, what, what's the name of my podcast again? It's oh, yes. Like slick speakeasy with GR whiskey. I like how it sounded. So. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's smooth. it's kind of like a
1: rolls out the tongue.
0: It does. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm Josiah from GR whiskey, and this
1: is. Um, um, I'm Andrew Ramirez, and I uh, bartend at Buffalo chitters Lounge in Easttown, Grand Rapids.
0: Hell yeah, that's um also my um my second home when I don't want to go home. Um they're probably a little too much, as you can probably attest to the facts. I
1: mean, I mean. You're there I mean, enough that you got me on your podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so so I mean, you can take that one
0: way or another. So, um, yeah, no, it was super cool. Um, I was always like, I always want to do things with people I know, especially if you're in the industry, because, uh, like, I'm not in the industry, but I'm of the industry. Yeah, Just 100%. like being in the world but not of the world kind of a thing. You know, it's like, like when, like,
1: like, you get an honorary degree from somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, exactly.
0: 100%. Yeah, it's like, and the one thing that sets apart someone from being in addict we don't like that word an addict from being an enthusiast is how much money you spend on it it. you know what i mean like Um, how much you tip how how much he he never fails and that's perfect thank you i appreciate Uh that i try to try to take care of people yeah of course you know what i mean but like and it really just comes down to the quality of the stuff you're drinking like if you're drinking like bush light or natty light every single day and getting Mm -hmm. slapped off that people are gonna look at you and say you're an alcoholic but if you're drinking like a craft ipa or like a quality cocktail people aren't gonna come after you you know what i mean they're just yeah. oh he's just enjoying the finer things mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i i think that's kind of a funny like hypocrisy in a way i mean yeah you that's know literally what, I mean. what my bar runs on it's so true I'm i mean serving it's like, a great experience but other than that exa- like, yeah the, i you yeah. said it would you say enthusiasts enthusiasts i just yeah. say dedicated drinkers i like that i like that so that's much better dedicated drinkers just admit it for what <laughs> yeah, it is right. just, just own that um so what are we drinking today you're bartender uh so obviously you've got uh you know pretty good uh right nifty hand on that um would you would you decide to so whip us up today it,
1: I'll, I'll just say, like, you kind of had me do a chop situation, <laughs> so I yeah. just came into his home bar, which is a pretty good home bar, uh, and just make something out. Um, but it's a nice, like, 75-degree day. Both had long days, so I went with, uh, it's been on the French 75. I believe there's an actual name for it. I just call it a Kentucky 75, or a Kentucky 75, okay, so um, <laughs> and it's basically a French 75 with uh, one ounce of bourbon. Which bourbon do we use? We use the old style. No, uh, old, ezra 7? old ezra seven yeah. old ezra seven Old a shitty beer from b-dubs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god b-dubs yeah so, man uh old ezra seven yeah which is actually um, a barrel i think it's barrel proof so okay. <laughs> it's uh
0: yeah. it's like a, it's like going on at 60 percent. but yeah anyway. yeah
1: so one ounce does you well um and then it's just your typical 75 recipe we're drinking our wine glasses so i did about a half ounce of lemon juice half ounce of simple and then we topped it off with champagne yeah, it's
0: got that so bubbly. Nice,
1: freshy, bubbly drink for the boys.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. For the boys. That's good. That is really good. I'm going to have to start making that. It's a great summer girly. day drink, man. Yes, sir, it is. So, um, talk to me a little bit about yourself. Um, obviously, I mean, you work as a bartender, but yep. you know, we're not I'm assuming most people aren't born with a shaker glass in their hand, yeah, you know just what I mean? like. born with a wrist of steel. <laughs> 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 so, obviously, you had to get there somehow. So, talk me, talk us through a little bit about how you did what you did, what brought you to do what you do, and why you're doing it now. Yeah.
1: Um, so I think all no one's born a bartender, right? It always happens. Uh, so, nice. so close. No, so, <laughs> <laughs> so close. Uh, but I, no one's born a bartender, like you said. Um, I don't know, in high school, I went to college. Um, I kind of needed a job to do. Um, so I started uh, working as like a bar back when I was 18 because uh, I was in Illinois and you couldn't serve alcohol at before 21. So I bar back for a couple of years, then I uh, came over to Grand Valley, got a job. Um, at as uh, I just needed a job, first time transfer. I got a job at this hotel called um, the Motel Hotel Holiday Inn. Um, nice. Heard of it in Spring Lake, but it's on a marina. And there's this really cool guy there named Billy. I, honestly, God, don't know his last name. He was my boss for two years, and everyone just called him Billy. Huh. Billy, if you someday see this, I'm sorry. I love you. You're a great inspiration in my life, but I can't remember your last name. I don't think he had one. honestly, I Maybe like, he was just born Billy. Like He's Madonna, like, Beyonce, say, and Billy. Yeah. All the greats, it's just one name. <laughs> so he, I am talking to him. I'm in my front desk uniform. absolutely miserable working in the front desk at a holiday and just... 3 to 11, you know. Anyways, I go to talk to him, and I'm like, hey, man, can I just, like, hit some shifts in the bar, like, thinking I could Mm -hmm. bar back, you know. Mm And he goes, yeah, when do you want to start? (laughs) And I go, I "I mean, I will get out. I will take this uniform off now. So he actually gets me in the next week, and he just tells me he shows up. He's like, you know, khaki shorts, and a black t-shirt will get you a, like a black, it's just like a t-shirt, tiki bar, you know what I mean, on the marina. Yeah. Um, and he starts telling me, you have to learn a drink a shift. And from there on out, you'll just be bartending and you'll just be like kind of customer service up front. And then I'll run the well and we'll go from there. That's sweet, dude. Yeah. So I started working there for two summers. Um, I mean the money was intoxicating. I like got mm. a bar in the middle of the summer. Got it bet. Oh yeah, I was like walking out and you got cashed out. So I mean if you don't if you're not in the industry and you don't know what that means, it means you actually walk with all your tips at the end of the night. like mm. even your credit card tips, it's not direct deposit, you just get cashed out. Not as common anymore. But in, like, a cash bar like that, very common. That's um, huge. Yeah, huge. Like, 800 bucks a night, man. That's Non-tax. In your <laughs> pocket as a 21-year-old, you're like, holy yeah, you go, shit. fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm rich. Um, yeah, so then I did that for a couple summers. And then I eventually uh, finished up with college at Grand Valley. And mm-hmm. I got a job at a fancy wine bar downtown, the Reserve. Yeah. Wine and food. Good spot. Um, good spot. <laughs> um, different kind of clientele that I was ever used to. I mean, I was serving Jack and Coats and, and shitty uh, Merlots, as the locals murlats. like to call them. God. and uh yeah We <laughs> yeah, i got the style reserve met rob who's now running the bar now that i'm at um and just served there and money was good i was kind of trying to figure out what i want to do with college uh actually during the pandemic though i had a couple different sales jobs and was doing yeah. very well with them uh, over like a two-year period uh and then rob came and called in with buffalo and i was sick and tired of sitting in my room again so now i'm back yeah. at it that's
0: hu- that's huge man that's a that's a cool story so like you didn't really um plan on going into it but it just seemed like something you wanted to do and then yeah. now you're doing it like full time yeah and yeah. it's
1: like it's not just like my only option but it's something that i uh i don't think i, I don't know if i want to do the rest of my life but it's damn fun doing it right now and i love talking to people and i work at a great spot it's all about the spot you work at too yeah, like but i was at beat ups like hell no dude yeah no fuck that yeah <laughs> i'd rather work the corner <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i mean i mean you could always
0: do that in addition to everything else you do because that's primarily night hours anyway. Yeah, and no
1: hate but if yeah, and no hate if you work at B-dubs but you we, we all know your you know that your job sucks. Yeah, yeah, you, know. you hate your life. It's though. okay.
0: When I was in a high school, I uh, my predominant job was I worked at Auntie Anne's, like the pretzel place. No shit. So I, I, I in really a learned how to in in a a mall in a mall. Uh, okay. Yeah, so we would like roll out the dough and do the little sweet twist, and then I can still do it with my eyes closed. Like I can see it. And then you just grab it by the ends and just, just like, just, you have to grab it just enough in, otherwise the whole thing falls apart. <laughs> and then you, like, pick it up and you, like, do a flip. And, like, if you flick the wrist enough, you get all three in the same go. And then press down a light pinch of the thumbs, mm-hmm. sprinkle it, brush it with
1: butter, throw it do in the Do you ever oven. miss it? No. The simple? I mean, <laughs> it, I
0: missed the simplicity of it. I mean, it's like, what do you do for a job? Uh, dude, I make pretzels, bro. Yeah. And uh, I get to eat a lot of pretzels. So I gained a lot of weight doing that. And oh, one of the best parts yeah. about like working in a mall is there's like a underground market.
1: Dude, I have always wondered you know about I mean? this. Please talk more about your experience at a mall because I walk around every time. <laughs> I hate malls. So yeah. when I walk around a mall, I'm literally like, what is it like? Like, this is just a whole other world.
0: It really is. So, first off, um, there's like a whole network of tunnel I mean, not tunnels, but like hallways behind every store, and that's how you get to every store quickly. Right. Um, as opposed to walking through the main floor, you just like hop out the back door, and then there you are next door over, mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's a-, a lot of times we'd like deliver pretzels to other stores because they'd be like, hey, we- we're trying to grab an order. Like, you just bring some over. Really? So, I'd just run out to the back, run through the hallway, drop off pretzels. But, when I say underground market, what I mean was, like, the longer you worked there, the more people you knew that worked in the mall. Uh-huh. Like, I knew the guy that did, like, uh, the fucking, like, stand that had, like, the earrings and shit. Uh-huh. and um, you Like know, the hustlers, know, the people yeah, that work are, like, in the middle, just, like, not even the yeah. storefront. Yeah. Those are such hustlers, dude. They, dude, like, honestly, respect for those guys. Like, sometimes... Sales companies should hire those that's, people. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Like, some of them... They rub you off. They rub the rear the wrong way, right? Yeah, Not or, rub you off. Or but, they just don't. You you know, <laughs> some of them might, <laughs> of them might but, uh, you know, like they, they rub you the wrong way, but I've had a couple of occasions where I'll be walking and they'll like they'll like hook me at something they say okay. or the way they do it. I Almost like all of a sudden I'm like five, ten minutes in, I'm like, why am I standing here talking this dude? And I'm right. just like, there's something about what he Sorry did that got me got me to talk to him and i was like mm-hmm. all right you're in the wrong industry bud like you got to be in cell like in legit sales, you know and like that's that's dedication but anyway so like i knew the guy that did like the the earrings and the piercings and like i was in high school and on a whim i was like oh, God, i'm gonna go get my ears pierced so like he hooked it up on the down low you know what i mean so yeah. like that's how kind of what i'm saying like an underground market there
1: like you hit your buddy derek up at foot locker and you're like i'll give you free pretzels for a week for a 50 gift card see to- <laughs> i i
0: tried that um i will either confirm or deny how much it worked um, there were lots of hefty discounts though, which was really yeah. sweet. Um, but the biggest and thing deals, and shake deals, uh, the best thing that I liked was there's was this little stand directly across from us. Mm-hmm. Um, it was by this little company called uh Ben and Jerry's. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so all the, Familiar. Ice, all, yeah, all, yeah, just a little bit. So like all the ice cream, all the shakes and shit like that. Yeah. And I mean, it was like all girls that worked there mm-hmm. and then at Auntie Anne's it was like all dudes. Right. Yeah. So it was like a perfect, like, Thing where it's like each guy would have their girl that they were talking to, and be like, "Oh yeah, yo, yo, bro, my girl over at uh, Ben and Jerry's, she gonna hook it up today. You just gotta drop up some pretzels. She'll give you a thing of shakes for the rest of us, and we just trade." Oh, and like, you know what I mean? Which yeah. was sweet. And then like, cause you get tired of eating your own shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, what I mean, like, you get tired of making eating the stuff you make all day. Were
1: managers in on it?
0: Um, some of them were, yeah, I mean, or they just like didn't uh, didn't say anything about it. Yeah.
1: you know. Um, uh, another question yes. that I've always wanted. This is something I've always wondered walking through malls. So, like, you know how when you're, you, you like you said, you're of the industry, like there's a lot of times where one industry, like entire bar staff, will go over to another bar after closing, and yeah. they just kind of, like, work out of, like, hey, we'll do this here. Let us do this, this here at your place eventually, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we can catch a drink. They're like, what happens after the gates close at a mall?
0: So, first off, when it comes to food, I know that – um you can't keep any of that. That's all got to go. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of trading. Everyone just kind of comes in the middle of yeah. the, the food court, and they're like, "All right, so I got these leftover pretzels." <laughs> They'd be like, "The, the, the Chinese it's food like guy would come market. over." <laughs> yeah, it was like straight up. They'd be like, "I got a whole bunch of like uh, chow mein and orange chicken. Like I got to throw this out." And we just barter. Be like, "It's like you. a potluck." Exactly. That's it would shit. just be like, "I got two pretzels. Give me some of that fried rice." Yeah. And you would just like swap and trade. That's amazing. Uh, which was insane. So like being, a, especially in the food side. Um, No shit Like you know Consumables Where it's like The kind of thing Where it's like If the product goes missing No one's gonna be like upset Mm -hmm. It's not like If you're working In a like a freaking department store, and yeah. you're like, "I'm gonna trade you two shirts yeah. for, like a, <laughs> for like a for like a pair of shoes or whatever." You know what I mean? Called like that, thievery. that's that is <laughs> called thievery, and um, you wouldn't be able to get away with that but with expired yeah. guys uh, goods that are perishable. That's so true. That's I used a to dumpster dump
1: dive. That. Swear to God, my freshman sophomore year of college, I used to dumpster di- dump <laughs> dump dumpster dive dumpster uh, dive at Little Caesars. Well, oh, really, we shit. just knew they closed at eleven, so we'd show up at ten fifty and just sit there in the parking just lot wait. waiting for them to take it out and be like, "We'll just take those off your hands." what I mean, yeah, worked every day even time. put them in the trash can. Oh, we'll yeah. Just take them right here. Show up to your dorm room a fucking hero with like 12 pizzas. You yeah. know what I mean? Amazing.
0: I did that in college but with uh, Krispy Kreme. <laughs> um, true. So we would like get a giant trash bag just full of the yeah. donuts and they I would throw just throw them, them. They do, which is crazy and if you're if you're not, like, scared of the fact that it's in a trash bag, because like, it's really yeah. just straight from the oven
1: into the bag. Right? I remember we checked Duncan's dumpster one day, and it was, like, literally nothing else in there but a bag of donuts. But the fact that it was, like, no other – like, it was just donuts in this big trash bag, and yeah. it wasn't even in the trash – even though it was in a trash bag we didn't want to touch it yeah right so you because like, of the connotation some, yeah something else no something else could be in there like or you never know yeah people are sick and twisted someone could have pissed in that you know mm-hmm. you're right
0: and now i'm questioning a lot of things but <laughs> i would like drag it into the dorm and just open it up in the middle of like the right. common table and then people would just like fucking go at it like a bunch of like zombies models, over like yeah. the one person in the middle and they would just like fucking like go ham and just like hands deep in the trash bag you got like sugar like <laughs> all up all over your elbows and stuff and you're just eating and you're like this is so fucking good yeah. you know what i mean um but yeah that was uh crispy cream dumpster diving but yeah that's kind of how the mall thing worked i don't that's know a,
1: how, that's crazy i yeah. don't even know how we got on this
0: i don't either i'm like trying to backtrack like oh my god where do we go where do we go where do we go with this um mm-hmm. but yeah anyways yeah, so that's kind of That's kind of that. That's a, that's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't seen that one in a while, but yeah.
1: So what, so I, I mean, have you talked about on this podcast? Uh, I've only listened to the last one. Okay. I've, I do showers. I exclusively do showers in the podcast. Yeah. Because I'm working such long days. And, no, like I I, that. and I listen to music. I could probably listen to the podcast when I open the bar, but I just don't. Yeah, no. Um, I need to get my head right, you know? No, I know uh, what you mean. Yeah. But have you, like, why Why whiskey? Just what's the story behind you getting yeah. into whiskey?
0: I kind of like that story. I mean, I've told okay. variations of it, but um, I can kind of go way back. It all started when I was three years old. Story. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I didn't start that far <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. back. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> when my mom used to rub my gums. <laughs> <with> <laughs> whiskey. I was like,
0: Mom, what is that? She'd be like, Shut up. It's medicine make You feel better. Just kidding. I really hope my mom's not watching this um, because none of this is reflective on the way you raised me. And um, you do follow me on Instagram and you like all my stuff. So there is a possibility you might see this. Dude,
1: my mom's my biggest fan on social media. It's Dude, wild.
0: Same. Um, one time she actually called me out and I got so pissed at first. But then I went back and I was like, Nah, she was right. Because like she knows, like she knows yeah. what I'm doing, in the brand and what I'm trying to create. But I posted a picture and she's like, not your best look, son. You look drunk as F. And I was, was like, it the
1: one at Buffalo on those couches. No, no, okay. no, it was a while ago. <laughs> okay.
0: And I think I was like, I was my first like whiskey event I ever did. I had a re- there's like a restaurant, it's like a Turkish restaurant out in yeah. Ada. So I was there and I had like eight ten to ten bottles. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I was like, yo, bottles
1: of what wine of whiskey,
0: and like and you things, bought them. No, I, I brought them in, brought and like, them. and so we had like a whole back room that we like closed off. And I was just like I would get up, and we had like thirty people show up, which was kind of cool.
1: Um, okay, question. Yeah. Remember where you're at in the story. Yes. But you've met. So for those of you that don't know at Buffalo, I'm, I'm not going dis, to uh, disclose the location. But Josiah has a stash of his own whiskey bottles at our bar, and it's been growing. It's it's, gr- <laughs> it's been growing, it's growing rapidly. It's growing grand rapidly. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, see, that's that, a good that was one. Good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my question for you is. How many whiskey bottles do you have spread out throughout the city that are not <laughs> in your house? So
0: it's actually really funny you say that because they are quite spread out. Um, um That restaurant doesn't have any of my bottles now, but okay. they did for a while. Um, my work is a stash. I, okay. I have like two or three bottles of Blanton's there. I got okay. a bottle of like a scotch whiskey, and then I got this bottle, which – um. It was at my work and I brought The brothers home. bond. Oh uh, no, the Sagamore. Okay, Sagamore. Um, this was actually at my work for a while too, cool. as well as all the other bottles that you saw me bring in. When we got uh, got here. So I, I was see. just like, this is kind of. I, I had to clear up some space. Yeah, right. A little bit, but um, so I um, yeah, so a couple different spots there, but yeah, right now the majority of the place, the majority of my spread out bottles are at Buffalo now. Okay, and it kind of happened on accident. I, I never planned How the on. Oh fuck! You suck dick on accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Um, yeah, um, it kind of <laughs> happened like in, completely on accident. Okay, because um, I, I think I brought a bottle, and um, like Teresa was like, "Oh, this is good stuff," and then I was jokingly like, "Yeah, well, I am probably not gonna drink it all, so I'll, is it? What if I just like leave it here? Like, you can guys go, like put it in the back room or something, and then whenever I show up." Maybe I'll take pour, but you guys are welcome to drink as much yeah. as you want from it. And if someone shows up and it's like, "Hey, I know Josiah, he's got this bottle," and mm-hmm. like proves that it's actually them, they can right. like grab some and just charge them for the shot. Like I said, as a joke, and she's like, "Oh yeah, sure." You oh, I've
1: it. charged people with your liquor before. Which you I don't should, do it as often. You should. <laughs> the only times I ever do it is with one of my custom whiskey drinks, yeah. It's for of course, someone yeah. that I know. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No, exactly. I mean, as you should. I mean, you got to get paid for that. Um, but. Uh, this is an accident. And then she's like, Yeah, well, we'll put it somewhere. And then it was just one bottle. I came back and it was on the shelf at the top. Like, it was the barai. That's what it was. Mm. Um, and I was sitting there getting drinks. And I looked up and I was like, Oh my God, that's my bottle. Huh, mm-hmm. that's a good spot that she chose. <laughs> and I was like, Okay. Can I add to it? She's like, yeah, it's fine. Just no falls here. I think I'm gonna get to a point where I'm going fast forward two months, and every time I see months, him, he has like a bottle this, in this his hand. It's more, <laughs> more like, hey, what's up? Um, I know at some point, I'm, I mean, I would assume I'll probably get cut off where they're like, you gotta stop.
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe. that's not that's not for me to say. Yeah, um, but, we'll push but you it's what just, just like it's become your door charge to get in. Mm-hmm. Not not by any means, but mm-hmm. that's what it seems like. It's hilarious. we the love it there though. I the mean, one, the Josiah one, is a good person and a great regular at Buffalo. Perfect. Glad to hear it, man. One comes from the top. Hey. Sorry, where were you guys at?
0: say? Um, there's gonna be one day where I walk in and you guys are gonna be like, "Where's it at?" I'm be like, "What are you talking about? Where's the bottle?" Yeah, I don't see the bottle in your hands. You gotta go, like, you come back the and you got a bottle. You got the stuff? <laughs> you got the freaking stuff? But um, yeah, no, nah, it's a pretty cool collection. I mean, I like it there. But oh, yeah. uh, oh yeah, story time, back, 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 yes, back, back. back, um, all the way back. Sure at that Italian Re- restaurant, oh yeah, right? uh, Turkish restaurant Turkish actually. Restaurant. I mean, sold food, but um, and what was I talking about? Why? Okay, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, um, what? why what the love from whiskey comes from oh how, yeah yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah yeah that's how it started yeah, yeah. but uh, what well, i'm saying was like i didn't know what i was doing then right so okay. like that was like my oh yeah i was talking about my mom because of social media that's oh how yeah, we, yeah all the way back to social media
1: definitely did not smoke a bowl before this
0: no i don't i don't smoke um because that's wrong um but um you uh so we so the the event right so yeah, so, yeah we're talking about my mom okay. on social media oh yeah i we didn't even, I didn't even get started with my history because I said it all start when I was three Okay, and yeah. then you did the thing about rubbing on the gums uh-huh. and I was like sorry mom and then social media and then social uh-huh. media and then <laughs> how my mom loves me on social media because she said there was a picture where I clearly was drunk mm. and she was like yeah it's not a good look for you and I was like right, I was so right. upset at first I was like why are you being so judgmental and I was like She's kind of right. It's not a good look for the brand if I'm like posting stuff of me like Schlott. Yeah, fair. you know what I mean. You know, so like, so I've, I've so, got that text from my mom too. So I, I deleted it, went right off. But anyways, okay. it doesn't it doesn't start that far back. It actually so back in college, right? Obviously, um, I drank a little bit, probably more than I should have. I Actually, went um, I cut myself off from all alcohol for a while because I realized I had a problem with it. Cool. I didn't have a healthy relationship with it. Where I mean, it was like every single night, and um, I would drink. Most likely, it was a, it was like a fifth every two days, kind mm-hmm. of a, a thing where I'd drink half a fifth one night, drink the other half the next night, and then just repeat, rinse and repeat. Right. Um, so I like, and that was before I even turned 21. I turned 21 and I just stopped drinking for like two years. Good. Um, just because I was like, I'm done. Um, it's probably my 21st birthday. Um, one of my buddies got me, a, it was like a bottle of a Grey Goose and just kept pouring it into my mouth. And then I was passed out facing the toilet at 11.58. And then I look up and, like, all my friends are standing around me singing happy birthday Mm -hmm. as my face is in the toilet. And that was a defining moment for me. I was like, that's enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, I actually steps back from the whole scene for a while just drinking in general just because i was like that's not who i want to be that's not how i want to live right mm-hmm. and then um i kind of got a little bit more into it i was like okay so like as after i graduated and stuff i i started going to bars more and you know trying to like reintroduce myself to the scene a little bit more because i mean I, I love food like that's my right. first love like all the restaurants here in gr which are amazing
1: are you like a do you enjoy going out to like clubs at all no nah. okay cool. not anymore I've, I've thought that about
0: you yeah yeah yeah. I, I I did for like a brief period of time. Right. And then I couldn't do it anymore. It actually ended when I got kicked out of tavern for the first, for the fourth time. Um, and I like to argue that every time it wasn't my fault. Okay. Um the last time I got kicked out was because I was talking to myself in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was like in the urinal, I was like, Alright, little guy, you got this. <laughs> Come on, hang in there. And then I would like look up and I was like staring at the one, I was like, Snap out of it, Josiah. You're gonna be fine. And then like I turn around, the security guard's like that was that was cool. That's cool. That was very cool. Thanks, man, for yeah. ruining our fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but I would be like, I would um, and the guy I turns around. There's a security guard. He's like, "You got to go, bud. You got to go. Um, you got to go, bud." And I was like, I was like, "What are you talking about? I'm fine." He's like, "You're clearly too drunk to be in here." I'm like, Great. "Cause I'm talking to myself, giving myself a pep talk." Like, "Where do you ki-? like?" So I got kicked out and never went back. Yeah. But um, you know that that, uh, that was like the last time I ever like went out to like a club type yeah. type scene. But yeah, it got burned out on it real fast. Like that's yeah. not that's
1: not me at all. I just I don't get how you do it, but yeah, yeah. So. You obviously. When did you first come to Buffalo? Was it before my time?
0: Oh yeah, probably way before. So I actually went to Sidebar first yeah. for a while. Good spot. I actually, great spot.
1: Delete that from this because I hate that more people are learning about it because then I'll never ever get a seat. I don't. I don't think enough locals will listen to this, but I might delete that. And
0: I said, I said, I said, bitch. I said, and I said.
1: I said I said I said I said I said. P <laughs> You really said that though. <laughs> you really said that though. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're back. We're back. All right. <laughs> we are we Great are soundtrack.
0: back after a fun little break here. We are going to Dive into a couple bottles that, um, one of them I haven't tried yet, and the other one I have tried, and I really, really like it a lot. Like, this this is going to be my staple rye for a while, um, and I think you'll see why in a second. Um, but we'll finish with that one. We'll start with the other one first. So we actually got, <clears throat> what is this? This is Brothers Bond, which, by the way, interesting, because it's not bonded at all. I thought it would be Baldwin and Bond. That would be really cool if you guys made a Baldwin and Bond, Brothers and Bond, Brothers and Bond. What do you mean by that? So Baldwin <laughs> and Bond is basically, so this is 40, percent 80 proof right okay. bald and bond is like it was basically just kind of go like quick brief history on whiskey in a super short well i took so much longer trying to explain the fact that i was going to say it in a short story instead <laughs> of just saying it i would have already said it <laughs> but anyways a bridge version um, um whiskey used to be just like anyone could do whatever the hell they wanted you right. know put coloring in it water it down put arsenic in it you know what i mean like oh, yeah. so it was basically the government's way of stepping in and regulating it they were okay. like all right all right we're gonna enough of this enough of this shit we're going to have government-bonded warehouses, which are under government supervision. We're, we're going to come and check them every so often. Um, it's got to be, the bottles have to be, um, the whiskey has to be at least, not at least, it has to be exactly 100 proof. Okay. You know, just kind of like cut it right right down the middle. It's got to be um, aged for at least, not at least, why well, I keep saying at least. It's got to be aged for four years. It was mm-hmm. exactly four years, 100 proof. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it would be like you had a... A um, standard to go off like of, cut and dry. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you knew what you were getting, if you got a bottle of whiskey and had the stamp bottle and bond on it, you know what I mean. So yeah. it's kind of a way to regulate it in a way, um, and it actually really ended up helping the industry because people started to trust it a little bit more. It brought some legitimacy to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's how I got from that brother's bond, but it's not bonded at all. Gotcha. Um, but anyways, uh, this is just another one of those uh, examples of celebrities. You know, taking a whiskey and then like slapping their logo on it and going, "Yeah, this is our whiskey." And when you know good and well, they got it from freaking distilled in Indiana, so it's MGP, and then like bottled and distributed at their company in Arkansas. Having said that, though, that's not a bad thing. Um, Sagamore, I think right now it is sourced um, from MGP as well, but they do an excellent job, and I know they're in the works of. Uh, doing their own stuff and i was like talking to the guys there they have some crazy crazy ideas which is awesome so i'm super excited to see what happens with that but anyway so like saying that that doesn't mean this is a bad bottle i've heard it's actually is that
1: pretty common to get off your feet in the like liquor business is like is that how you start yeah once you get your own income you kind of right
0: and also because whiskey takes a long time to age you know what i mean so do they have
1: their own bottle or their own barrels in action right now
0: um um Sagamore I believe they're working on like sourcing not sourcing, they're they're getting their grains right. Okay. So it's taken a while. Yeah, gotcha. sure. And I think some of their spirits they make themselves. But anyways, it's like the thing, like you're you're sitting, you're waiting for whiskey to uh, you know, um, age and mature in a okay. barrel. And while you do that you get some finished stuff from like mgp that's kind of close to uh what you already want anyway and you blend it in a way that's close right. to what you want and then maybe you finish finish it off in a cask or something to make it unique in your own flavor mm-hmm. and then you kind of start selling that And as you're you're using the income from that to keep the the distillery going let's say four or six years down the road all of a sudden you got your own batch of your own stuff nice. okay. so i mean and that's kind of it's pretty common um so with this stuff here, I mean, it's MGP, um, 40%, 80 proof. So, I mean, it's not going to be high proof. I'm assuming it's probably going to be a lighter uh, lighter drink, not a lot to it. But anyways, it's... Um it's like made by the guys. Oh, is it Ian Summer Sommerhalder? Ian? Whatever. I know all the Vampire Diaries <laughs> girls are gonna come at me for that. And then Paul Wesley, right? So for it's sure like they listen to this. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know a couple of them actually probably do. Okay, but um, yeah, but most of them probably don't. Yeah. Um, but um, and um, my sister got me into that show, and I actually binged the shit out of it. Hell oh, yeah! I don't know why, dude. It was I just binge like, watch One Tree Hill, so I get it. Okay, so yeah. you, you 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 understand. Yeah. Um, it's guilty pleasure stuff. So. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But anyway, so, like, the two guys, like, they're, like, brothers on the show. We're like, all right, let's do our own, like, whiskey or whatever. It's yeah. kind of interesting. I didn't never would have expected that from either of them. They're both respectable guys, though. I like the stuff they do when they're not on that show. And um, anyways, so it's, like, they're kind of a thing. It's their, uh, their bourbon. It says it's crafted in the tradition of all great bourbon, which I would hope so. But I just want to kind of read the label real quick. Our brotherhood has led us right here with all of you, honoring the stealing traditions of classic American bourbon. We carefully selected a four-grain mash bill of corn, Rye, wheat, and barley. Our spirit is then skillfully cut into perfectly charred virgin white oak barrels. That's how bourbon goes. Aged slowly and well. Also how it goes, creating the flavors and aromas that make it a perfectly balanced expression. Etc., etc., etc. Cheers, Ian and Paul. Okay, so,
1: I mean. Very sexy marketing message.
0: You know what I mean? Like, I mean, and I, I, there's something to be said, though, about the bottle. Like, it reminds me of Old Forester. It's um, yeah. like the simple. class itself. Very simple. And yeah. then I do like the labels. It doesn't say a ton, but I mean, the font's pretty cool. And then hmm. whatever this, if like, it's all the grains that's in it, that's actually super cool.
1: I mean, yeah. simple, cool. It's like they know what's going to sell and they don't try to push it. You yeah, know what I exactly.
0: Mean? And then that's kind of. There's very well done. A beauty in the simplicity. So, yeah, very well done. Uh, ten on ten on the the design of the bottle, and then this is always the fun part. You got to do the. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Um, oh my balls just twitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Naturally, uh, let's we'll do a little, a little splashy splash here just to kind of.
1: Wait, is this a PG podcast? I mean, we're a little too deep no, already we are, for that. No, it is not a PG okay. podcast. <laughs> Every single
0: one I'll put explicit like on the uh, on the warning. Okay, to, uh, sorry. Let people know. Um, Fuck fuck <laughs> um and sometimes i don't though sometimes i'll like actually try to keep it clean and then i'll actually have a clean episode oh nice all right so first off the nose um the way it smells first off actually let's talk about the color it's super light you know it's really 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 light like um, almost yellowy like you can tell it's definitely a younger oh, younger yeah. bourbon compared to like the rye that's sitting right there like look how dark that is i think that's like a six six year eight year mm-hmm. um if i had to guess just looking at it I mean, I'd probably say it's no its no older than two years just by, like, the color and the smell. Um, the smell is not too heavy. Um, it's just enough ethanol. I mean, you can smell that there's alcohol there, you know. Um, and then I'm smelling corn. Like, it's very similar to just, um, you know, your standard run-of-the-mill bourbon. But there's nothing bad about it. Like, no. there's nothing bad from the nose and from the way it looks. So then we'll just go ahead, take a little sip, see what it tastes like. Okay, so, first off, I'm... Um, easy it's very easy like yeah. i could drink that very easily there's not a lot of burn um and and it's good it's solid um What's, uh, proof that's a uh, what 80 proof 80 yeah, proof. Okay. Back yeah. Up
1: here. that makes sense
0: yeah so 80 proof is uh, easy to drink um there's not a lot of complexity to this uh there really isn't Mm-mm. but having said that complex is not necessarily doesn't necessarily mean good um the notes i am tasting are they're It's super sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna say it right off. Like, it's very sweet. Um,
1: very, very. Yeah, you get a little caramel even caramel. smell to it after you are tasting it. That's one of my, what's one of my favorite things about tasting. Oh yeah, no, it's like after that first taste. Same thing with wine because I grew up grew up on wine. I learned. I started <laughs> in the industry on wine, right? Yeah. And uh, like wine, it's like it sniffs, uh, taste, sniff. Like there's so much. It's crazy how the mind works.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's good. I don't. I don't know how much this would do and how well this would do in a cocktail. I mean, obviously, I mean, it would probably do too bad, but it would just it would blend right in.
1: I OK, so I would use this in a um, possible. So this would be actually a real cool application in a what they call a perfect Manhattan. Hmm. If you wanted to use a barrel proof rye because oh. you could balance out the alcohol levels with, because a perfect Manhattan's usually one-to-one uh, bourbon rye. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, if you wanted to go with a very barrel-proof rye, but you don't want to overpower it with, like, another 50% whiskey, you know what I mean? You could mm-hmm. use this, and you could get some really interesting flavors out of the rye instead of, the, like, the bourbon, you know what I mean?
0: I could see that, actually, yeah. yeah. No, that's really good. And other than
1: that, not much I would use it for other than... yeah. Maybe for something like we made today for the something Kentucky seventy five that has champagne topped on another alcohol is going to have to be behind it on a cocktail to make it worth your while. You know I get, I mean? it,
0: you're right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, and then like sipping on its own, it's not bad. Like, it's a casual mm-hmm. sipper. I, no. I would, I would definitely one of those bottles that I would just you know someone that doesn't know a whole lot about whiskey. It's something not bad to you no. know start and with. And it's kind of
1: cool. Like it, it, I what I, what I like about it is that after knowing the story about bonded whiskey. It says on the front label, distilled and crafted in the tradition of all great bourbon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's when some of the greatest bourbons are doing that bond air. You know what I mean? like Yeah, no. Like, that's kind of cool. And it's almost, it's not 50%, but it's right around, the you know, right around there. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. They suck to the roots. Yeah, Yeah. And they
0: different. did. No, and kind of like going back to what you said. Like they did. They didn't overdo it. They didn't overtry to sell it. They just did something that they knew was going to work, and they yep. did it. Yeah, and it works. It's very good. I would. I would. Would I buy it again? I mean, probably. If once I run out. I mean, it's a easy to drink whiskey. I mean, yeah. I I keep it around just because it's cool and. It's honestly I think that so with, with whiskey becoming more mainstream than you know, it used to be it's not just like your grandfather's drink that he drinks but, in his armchair with the cigars, you know what I mean? Like no, more, dude, the
1: girl I'm going on a date with uh, relatively soon, she loves whiskey. It's same. everyone loves whiskey.
0: Yeah, it's it's it like I don't I don't think it was the case before. Like it's become a lot more mainstream to yeah. you know, drink whiskey. And I mean and there's a lot to it. There's so much out there, there's a lot of different flavors and I mean with these guys, like, you know, their target like demographic is like all the, the like high school girls that grew up watching Freaking vampire Diaries. yeah, it's so true. It's you know a vampire I mean?
1: diaries whiskey. That's it, it really is. <laughs> but then,
0: like you know, they, they understand that their their viewers are all like grown up now. Most of them are probably like moms and shit, you right. know, who uh, probably could use a freaking whiskey here and there. And like that is that's amazing marketing. Like that's a really good idea, and I, I do like it. I appreciate it. I would definitely recommend to buy it at least try it out. Um, the guys that told me that it's surprisingly good um, weren't wrong. Yeah. I've had a lot of bond, uh, not bonded sourced whiskey that just so isn't are these good.
1: the guys from. Vampire, Vampire Diaries? Diaries? Yeah, like the two oh, brothers. Oh, like this yeah. is dumb. Oh. Um, yeah, so yeah, Ian See, and I've Paul. never seen Vampire Diaries, okay. so I thought the name Brothers Bond... Was oh from the show. yeah yeah no, it's actually the okay it's, it's actually actors. yeah the brothers like
0: there's their, their autographs on the front and that's then,
1: okay that's what you meant by another celebrity whiskey because i was trying to figure out what was celebrity about it oh uh, okay yeah that's, yeah. that's okay i should
0: probably explain that more but that, no no we just did we yeah it. we did there we go <laughs> you know. but uh, yeah, that yeah makes sense okay so yeah it's pretty good
1: i like it very yeah, very very flavorful I, I hate it now that i know it's from actors i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> If, you, if you're an actor and you can do it right and do it the right way through the right channels and not... Specifically with tequila, whiskey's... I mean, you can't really mess up whiskey. Oh, no, you yeah, know, no. But there's some stuff going on with tequila and agave that's a little sketchy with a lot of these actors and, and, and these companies that are backing, like, you know, Kylie Jenner. They're not doing it the right <laughs> way. Yeah. So do your research, people. Anyways.
0: Have you try the Rock's tequila? Uh,
1: yes, and he is actually supposedly one of the ones that is doing the right way, one of the few. Mm-hmm. But there's not... I don't it's know. Just it's not, it's a little sketchy. So, yeah, no, but it like is, yeah. it's this. Supposedly he's sourcing the right way, the way you're supposed to source, and I'm not going to go into it because it's a whiskey podcast. But looking up, look up and Google the sourcing of agave plants in Mexico, and I think yeah. it would be. uh You want to cry about something uh, on social cause? Look at that. Jeez. Um, yeah. But anyways. It's
0: insane, but um, yeah, that's uh that's that. Um, well, I'm went- we're going to kind of switch gears here a little bit here. Um, and yes, sir. Um, We're going to talk about rye here. So Sagmore Spirit. I actually got turned on to this a little while ago because, um, wow, at this point, like, I feel like I should just be sponsored by you guys because it comes up every other episode. But um, I actually got turned on them by complete by accident. I'm in like this um, whiskey hometown exchange group on Instagram where it's like send a bottle of a local distillery to a random person. Like you all get entered in a pool and you just pick up a bottle and ship to a random person and then they'll ship you a bottle. Um, or wherever they're from. So I got someone from Maryland, because they're from Baltimore, Um, shipped me a bottle, and it sat on my counter for a while. Just because... At home or at work? At, at, <laughs> at home. But okay. um, um, <laughs> just because the bottle looks cool as hell. Like you Yeah, know, no, like I a was the first cards, thought you know? is like,
1: yeah, this is powering. If I were to walk into a liquor shop, this, bo- this bottle is, this is the first thing that would catch my eye. Oh, yeah. You know and it's mean? like, it's
0: very like, very uh, like, it's got sharp edges. It's not round. You know, you know. what I mean? Like, it's very different. I, I love the... Now that I'm looking at it, the shape of the bottle is very similar to the freaking diamonds on top. Yeah. That's probably no, it's that's,
1: it's a, also could be used as a weapon.
0: It could be. Yes. It would definitely hurt. Yes. Um, but but yeah. yeah, no, the
1: diamonds on top, the symmetric, like everything. Yeah, no, it's a good bottle.
0: It's sweet. So they have several releases of several expressions, right? So they got their signature rye, uh, which uh, was, my, was my first experience with them. It was super good. Then I had their. Uh, They're cast strength, so like actual, like basically barrel proof, right? Super strong, super good, and then um, then this one they're uh, they're double oaked, which is basically like a toasted oak barrel finish, kind of like how like Elijah Craig does, and a bunch of other. I think East, East Eastern Kill has a really good one too, where it's like you take the whiskey after it's done. And then you go ahead and you finish it again in a second barrel. Instead of, like, charring the barrel, you just lightly toast it. So you get another layer of, like, wood that you wouldn't get if you just put it in the standard charred
1: oak barrels. You know what I mean? Lightly grasp it. That's what I thought. Lightly grasp it. (laughs) Firmly <laughs> grasped it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm excited. It was just, This is a double, oak, double yeah. oak straight whiskey.
0: Yeah, and this one's 96.6 proof. So it's a little higher proof, and it's rye. So it's very different um, than the bourbon we started with. And this one right here particularly, um, this is my – I'm just going to say this is my favorite rye right now. This is my favorite rye. Um, work was a slow day today, so I actually – cracked this open at work and poured some samples for Ooh. some of the guys. Nice. Closed the door in of my office and I was like, alright guys. Do you have a corner office? Um, I do. Or like the equivalent? Yeah, so yeah. like with the, with the door and I, it, it's it's a it's a huge enough office that like I'll share one, it's one corner and another guy sits up in the other corner but yeah. he's only in every other week okay. and this was my week so it was 100% my office this nice. week. Nice. Okay. So super cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so we did that. It was a pretty cool tasting. Um, we actually paired it with Reese's just because, but yeah. First off, looking at it, <laughs> it's super dark, like it's like oh, reddish brown, you know. Yeah,
1: like almost like a maple, like fresh maple syrup kind of yeah. vibe to it.
0: Um, and then before we get into it, one last ex- one ex- last expression that they have that's personally my like all time favorite would be their um, they have a tequila barrel finish. Okay. And that one, um, the flavor you get off of it is just amazing. It's very hard to find. It's actually kind of sought after, apparently. Right. Um, but second to that, this is my second favorite one. Honestly, it's so good. It is so good.
1: You didn't do the. Oh, I didn't. Why don't you do it? Okay. Honorary pop. Here we go. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. That was nice. That was like, you know, he just got back from the war, and it's a slight kiss. You know, just a gentle, just a, a gentle caressing. Josiah's getting up to fix the camera. Which is, you got some a little bit of editing to do on this video. Just a little bit. Uh, I think it was. Recording. Okay.
0: I just, I hate seeing that little little power mode. That's but, fair. And then I'll probably save a version of this. It'll be like raw and unfiltered, or mm-hmm. like uncut unfiltered. Oh, that'll be sweet. So I got my regular podcast, and I got the uncut unfiltered, and I'll make an OnlyFans for it.
1: Oh, I like that. <laughs> but
0: anyways, back to, back to the Sagamore. So, um, Nose. You should get an air horn.
1: And like brum, For, like, segments.
0: That'd be sweet. Yeah. Like an actual one. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Sorry. Back I like to that the, idea. Back to the second one. <laughs> uh, so this is, um, the nose is amazing. There is so wow. much going on here. There's literally so much. Like, it smacks you in the face with flavor. This is a rye that's very versatile. It's a great sipper. It will work great with an ice cube. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, you could put this in a whole lot of cocktails.
1: How do you feel, sorry, side note, because yeah. I love to pick your brain. How do you feel about the, just like... Just dropping some water into a glass of whiskey and then putting rocks. Do you you find yourself doing it for certain types of whiskeys, the different strategies? Some,
0: yeah, actually. And it really depends on what I'm looking for. So if I'm tasting it, I'm like, I wonder what this would taste like with slightly less proof, you know. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, like see if it opens up other flavors, mm-hmm. you know, see if uh, that's going to change it at all. It all depends on the way it tastes off the first sip. So right. I'll sip it first neat and I'm like yeah, this could use maybe let's see what this tastes like okay. with a little bit. See if it opens up, right. you know. And then dropping an ice cube in it is it definitely like it's it's very very drastic approach cuz it's going to change the entire flavor profile. Right. So um, I actually had a little glass for a while where the base was chilled, like you threw the base in the freezer yeah. and then you put the cup on it, like the the metal base. Uh, which was really nice. Um, so, like, you'd get it chilled without, like, diluting it. And it would mm-hmm. be, like, a slow chill. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's a very different approach every single time. Um, but off the palate, there's a lot going on there, right? Um, for me, my predominant, the predominant flavor that I get is, like, um, toasted coconut, especially at the end when you're, it's, like, it's out of your mouth and you're, like, smacking your lips a little bit wow. to get it done. This is weird. It is. It's um,
1: It's unique as hell. It's good, man. Mm-hmm. I used to always say I hated rye. Oh, me too. Me and too. I don't know—is it a palate change? You think? Is it something that happens in men or just people in general? I, that... th-
0: I think so. In because
1: I—I what... I, in the last year I have awesome. been every time I try a new rye that's like a good rye I'm like oh.
0: When so, it's actually so it, it changes things for yeah. me. So before I get went into rye, my only experience it was like freaking bullet rye. Yeah, or Which, like Dickle. Or Dickle. Oh yeah. my god, Dickle. <laughs> Some guy came in um to the bar yesterday and I don't judge, you know. I, I really try not to. Yeah. But he was just standing, To my bar? Yeah. Okay. He was standing there for the longest time just like staring at the bar, like looking at stuff. I know
1: exactly. He had flip-flops. He had open-toed flip-flops, flip-flops on with yes, jeans it, and <laughs> it's like, and dude, then, what are you think, doing? And, here? and um,
0: Austin goes up and goes, can I help you with anything? He's like, "No, nah, I'm just looking right now." And then he just kept looking. And Austin like, "Look over, so often like go like like, "Are you ready?" No, he still wasn't ready. So he looked at the bar for you know, like probably a full five, ten minutes and then he goes, mm-hmm. Yeah, can I just get some of the George Dickle rye? And I was just like, Of
1: all the things on the that things. shelf Can I get a double dickle? <laughs> double Dickle
0: <laughs> <Yeah>, I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you could have went with so much else. But yeah. like I mean like no no disrespectfully, like, if you like it, you like it. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But like you literally looked at, you know, all the selection there and out
1: of that, after moments of musing and pondering,
0: you went with the George Dickle.
1: Dude, it's been happening, something's in the water in Grand Rapids, because that's been happening so much that it's the only bottle, at Buffalo we have probably, what do you think, like 120 different bottles? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just on the top bars, and then probably in the well, in the back bar, like another 80. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably somewhere around there, probably about 200 bottles. Anyways, out of all the bottles on our back bar and our high bar, it's the only one with the speed pour on it, because it's just been getting ordered so much. So we, I, I said just like Austin cut didn't like it yesterday, but I was just like, fuck it. I'm putting a speed pour on this thing. Like I'm grabbing this bottle literally every 10 minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know what's going on. It's not I'd, the water.
0: I'd be interested to know, like maybe there's something going on there, but that's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, no, um, that's not what this is. So yeah. Yeah. George <laughs> Dickel, <laughs> uh, freaking bullet rye. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's different. And the, here's actually why I got into rye. Okay. A really big bourbon guy went to Buffalo and then I got into rum like crazy in a rum. Buffalo, like New York? Like, no, sorry, Buffalo Traders. Yeah. Oh, Buffalo um, Traders. Buffalo Traders yes, like yeah, the bar. place I work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I went there and uh, <laughs> got really <laughs> crazy in rum, um, especially idiot. with like Foursquare and stuff. Yeah. And then oh, yeah, so, good. so good. And I, I couldn't go back to bourbon for a while because it just didn't have that kick, that like complexity, all the flavor notes that right. I was missing in the rum. So then I went into rye. Yeah. And with good rye. And then I I was able to, from there, set like transition back into bourbon. but Because um, it had a lot of the flavor I was looking for. Like, yeah. There's so much going on in this. Like, And it, you can tell it's very, very... It's got to be a high sugar content. Yeah, I know. Frickin, it's syrupy, dude. It's syrupy. It's yeah. Literally, it sticks to the freaking cup. You can yeah. tell.
1: I would love... Do you know that drink I just made, the Peachy Cheeks? Yes, sir. Um, I would love to use this in that. That would be because good. Because with the syrup, I could use less like peach puree. Anyways, yeah, this would be a great cocktail ride. Yeah, we'll make it happen. And just, and just drinking by itself, I mean, this is great. It's solid, can't go wrong, man. Syrupy, not too bad. Batch batch 5D or batch 50? I'm gonna assume it's batch 50. Okay. Yeah. Bottle two six seven eight. Wait, what is SE?
0: I think it's so it's the initials of the person that picked it out. That's kind of cool, man. Yeah, right. I want to know who SE is because he did a good job, or she. How do you
1: get your initials on a bottle?
0: Um, I guess I should just ask them. Send know. it. Hey, can you put my initials on a bottle? Like, don't explain it. I just want to see my initials on a bottle. Yeah. Or just, like, let me go out there and pick one. That is that is in the works. I'm trying to – I have a trip. Like, I'm trying to plan to go out there, try some samples. Yo, so – um, Buy a barrel.
1: Side note here. My grandma okay. lives, in Lux, or lives in Versailles, Kentucky in oh, okay. Woodford County. Mm. So if you're ever trying to go on a trip – I have a reason to go down. I would probably stay in a hotel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to no, go so. stay at Grand- Gam Gam's house. Um, <laughs> love you, Gam Gam. I'll see you, but I'm not going to stay there. Right. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, if you ever want to do the bourbon tours, if mm-hmm. you've done any of those or hit any of those factories, dude, dude, what if we took off like a week yeah. or, and just did a so road trip?
0: Here's, I'm actually trying to do this. And, I would okay, go with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, swear to God, i didn't do um, podcasts on the road. That would be sweet because this whole thing is portable. Like, it goes. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. It's battery powered and everything. But, um, the thing is, um, so my birthday's in August, like August 16. Oh, easy money. So yeah, so I'm yeah. trying to, I might take that week off Dude. and oh, just yeah. road trip to Kentucky and just, I'm there. Let's do it.
1: Let's make the Mustang look like a, uh, like a Stormwatchers car. Oh, you know I mean? dude, that would be sweet. <laughs> man, okay. Get some GoPros and stuff and just like make a video out of it. You know what I mean? That would be just fun. Just get multiple forms of content. So much fun.
0: That would be so much fun. Hell yeah. I'm there right. for that.
1: I'm here for it too. We're
0: going to make it happen. Um, yeah, I, I need an excuse, and that was the perfect excuse. Oh, hell yeah. But yeah. It's, no.
1: research. it's research. What are you talking about? Vacation. Vacation. It's, it's hard yeah, work. It's, it's <laughs> and then
0: um, Rob was telling me, he's like, let me know if we go down there. Like there's certain spots you got to go, blah, 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 all that good stuff. So make it happen. He said oh, yeah. um you saying like so sort of like people that are going to go stay in um figure to do the bourbon trail and everything. It's like a lot of people like to go in like the main spots, but uh what do he say? I think it was Bardstown. I think he said Bardstown. Bardstown? He said yep. that was a spot. He said like, you get an Airbnb there. Or
1: Lexington. Lexington's or, yeah. right there and Lexington's a cool ass town. If you guys have never been to Kentucky, um forget everything you know about it and visit Lexington, Kentucky. It is a great city, a lot of fun, especially when UK is in town because that's where UK is at. And yeah, then, yeah. Oh, I mean, you can't go wrong there. Hell yeah, absolute fun time. It's gonna make it happen. This is a solid glass, man. Yeah, man.
0: It's uh, I think I bought it from like frickin', um.
1: Yeah, where do you go for most of your whiskey around town?
0: Um, So for my whiskey around town, so, I mean, I'll just get this out there. So I mostly go to Simmy's Barrel House off of 44th and, like, 131. Okay. Um, Reason because my office is directly behind it so I can walk there. So I go there every single day for either water or Diet Coke, and then I'll grab a bottle there. Um,
1: Scout it out at lunch, come back at dinner for a bottle. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly, (laughs) man.
0: Then um, Meyer, actually. I get most of my stuff from Meyer because if you go at the right time or you know some of the guys, like the uh, the steward over on uh, Rockford, like he knows his stuff. Like Rockford gets stuff in that most places wouldn't. Right. And then Bridge Street, like I go there a, a decent amount. Bridge Street Market, um, I've gotten a lot of. I've gotten lucky with a lot of bottles there. Uh, my Blantons, like I actually get all my Blantons from uh, the Meyer I used to work at up in okay. Holland. Just kind You're of go tr-
1: to Holland for Blantons.
0: Well, I mean, like it's a quick trip. I mean kind of in the I mean site. it's just fun to drive there yeah yeah, yeah. and then like wrap some bland because they they get a case like every single uh week um I'm not gonna say which mire it is there's a few mires up there so mm-hmm. just because I know like all the like bourbon hunters are like oh my god I gotta go to the store and ask for blands every single time but, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no it's a good spot I mean I don't really put too much of it to some blands as I said before but um it's always nice to have them just because it impresses people and it's great to trade with. Yeah. Like, the guys 100%. out there that are like, oh, my God, I want some blends." Yeah, play.
1: you bring some blends around some old dude that's at, a, like, a like a boat party or something like that <laughs> in Holland. They're like, They're, get on my boat, son. Let's have a cup. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? The old dudes love blends. And I can't be mad at them. I mean,
0: it's good whiskey. Do I'm you have gonna... your
1: all your letters yet?
0: No, I have, uh, I think I have five, four or five. Okay. Yeah.
1: Rob has, like, 12 collections of... All The letters of all like Jeez. 12 different sets because just worked at bars for 15 years. I've always yeah. sold Blantons, like, you'd, after you open them for a while, like, you're gonna find them, you know.
0: That doesn't surprise me, honestly. Like, I feel like, yeah, no, 15. Geez, I'm
1: probably exaggerating, it's probably like five or six, but I mean, he's just got so many of them. Yeah, you know I mean,
0: that's cool, man. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what that tastes like in a cocktail the Sagamore Spirit Rye. Um, yeah. just yeah.
1: Dude, two different kinds of cocktails. It's kind of fun, though.
0: Yeah, that'd be actually really, really cool, dude. Where I live, people—this like... This is why I said—like, you park in front of the house, it's going. Your, your car is going to get smashed. Yeah,
1: rip roaring around here. Yeah, like man. I mean,
0: even I do it, but I don't do it at like two in the end when I'm drunk, which is right. what people do, and that's why your cars get totaled out yeah. here. I don't know what it is about this hill,
1: but people like to freaking speed up it and then go down the end. Dude, I was I was looking at that hill, and I would I would if I was on like a bike like that. Mm-hmm. It's a – okay, so for those bad – <laughs> I listen to this other podcast and they always go out bad podcasting when they're talking about things that aren't visual like When – they're only visual. But that hill out there is a brick hill that is probably out like a 40 to 35 degree slope. <laughs> yeah. And people are just ripping up and down it. It's a brick – like bricks are out of place. There's potholes. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, it's not a desirable spot to do that but people no one to wants do to live it.
1: in 2021 we're all done everyone's no. just doing anything yeah no it's just like <laughs>
0: f it let's go like whatever takes me home yeah you know what i mean but um yeah it's good stuff dude um i'm gonna follow up let kind of like wrap up here a little bit okay. um just because i like to always ask people these two questions um so i you know you're in um you know you're in the, you're in the industry right now you know you've mm-hmm. had kind of like you've been all over the place if you could do anything you know like money's no object and you could have your dream job like at dream occupation, what would it be and why?
1: Dude, what a great question.
0: Um,
1: so I have always been drawn to the idea of being a catamaran, uh, captain, like in like the British Virgin islands, just some tropical destination. And like, I own the boat or I just like work on a rich person's boat. I don't know. And I just get to drive around the seas. Um, I think just something tropical on a boat would be so much fun exploring. Sweet dude. Yeah, um, I always say if I'm one, I'm one mental breakdown away from <laughs> doing that. You know dude, what I mean? yeah. Um, but other than that, I think I've told you a little bit about what I got in the works. But yeah. a helicopter pilot. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. So that's those are two things. So I'm trying to actually chase that exact question.
0: Do that, man. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, for me, I almost did it. I was like this close to doing it. I'm um, super weird, but. I almost sold, like, as I was in between jobs, and I was like, "It's starting to get tired. I'm getting tired working at Meyer for this, this filler job. Yeah. Um, I was going to sell everything I had, liquidate all my assets, and then just buy a van, convert it. Dude. And then. Uh, Dude,
1: yes. Van life? <laughs> yeah. Oh, keep going with your story. Yeah, keep going with your story. exactly. But I have something I want to say about this.
0: Okay. So I was going to, like, my main, like, home post that I was going to be, I was going to go to Northern Michigan, and just, like, live out there. I have, like, a job where I'll do, like, logging or something, like, you know, during logging season just to like pay the pay not to pay the bills and I, I don't have no fucking bills yeah. just have money to like live off of right. and then just like drive you know drive to a distilleries you know just be like the, the traveling van like right. I'll have like shelves in there full
1: of whiskey and then just Dude. live on the road bro so I have some friends some of my roommates from college actually um, so my friends from college, uh, eventually they had some parents that lived out in Southern California. Okay. So they moved out there, and then they ended up moving to the mountains where there's a couple big cities in the mountains called Lake Arrowhead and then uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Big yeah. Bear Lake. You oh, know yeah. that? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. So they I'm actually from California originally. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. So they live out in like that mountain range above San Bernardino, and mm-hmm. they all live. They started in conversion vans, like old Ford conversion vans. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they turn them into like a like a bedroom, a kitchenette, like. Nicer than some apartments I've lived in, honestly. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And now they live in box trucks, mm. like twenty-six oh, foot box trucks, Okay. and that like, you can actually stand up in. They all have solar panels, solar showers, like not like as crazy hippie. I mean, it's kind of hippie, but like it's freedom, and it's um, but not as crazy hippie as it seems. And they're in the summer, they're professional paragliders. Okay, and right. they do bike patrol for the mountain. Uh, um, what do you Not the hotels, the um, resorts. Resorts, yeah. And then in this winter, they're ski bums and they're ski patrol. Hmm. And they just, like, get paid. Some of them work at a local dispensary. Like, it's like, they make ends meet, but they live in these sick vans, dude. And they just yeah. travel anywhere. Like, one of them's going on a road trip from Southern California all the way up to, like, Port, or like in the Pacific Northwest and, like, East Seattle, or East Seattle, East Washington, like, going to the desert, all that. Hmm. Such a sick life. And that's something I've always thought about doing, yeah. too, if she money went, wasn't an issue. Yeah. Right, exactly.
0: I mean, you kind of, like like hit on that same like vein a little bit earlier when you're like, you got tired of working in, the, in an office or being yeah. in your room. You know what I mean? Like just like just getting out and doing stuff. And like the next level for that is just like, do, why do I got to be t- tied to any I sort never want to work an know? office job again in my life. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, I, I see that like, I mean, day in and day out, like it gets mind numbing. Like I like, I like the work. I like the money of course, but like, yeah, One of these, like, I'm not going to be there forever. One of these days I would like to have some sort of passive income and just live like that. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, like, have a home base that I go back to. But, you know, like, there's just so much of the world to see. Like, why do I have to limit it to my, like, 10 square miles? Right. You know what I mean? Got to get out there. You might as well live while you're doing it. So that would be my my dream. Um, Let's say you had the opportunity to start a business. This is the second
1: question? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, say you want to start a business. You know, this is kind of my question to trying to figure out what makes people take a little bit, okay. right? Okay. Let's say I gave you, I gave you 100k, right? Okay. You know, not not a, t- a huge sum of money when it comes to starting a business, but like it's enough to at least get some of the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. I gave you 100k to start whatever business you wanted.
1: What would it be, and why? Huh? Whatever business I wanted. Fuck, that's a great question. I don't know. I you know, I've never seen a hundred K in my life, you know what I mean? So right, like I yeah. it's hard for me to grasp like what a hundred K is as like a twenty five year old bartender, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't know. Like there's always that like internal I think every guy that likes a drink has this like answer, but it's not actually what I do, but it's like I would start a bar. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, every exactly, every yeah. dude thinks something like that, but I don't think that's actually what I'd want to do. I don't want to run a bar. Um Uh what a great question. I would start, honest to God, I would start my own sport agency. Okay. I'd become right. a sport agent because I think, that, I didn't even know if I'd be good at that. I think I'm good with people and like negotiating deals. I think I could be really good at that. But it just seems like such a unique and cool life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could see that, yeah. I think I'd start my own sports agency and just like grab on to like the highest next prospect I could get, put on my like cards on him, hope he makes it, and then just keep doing it. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah. All you got to do is you could be right about one yeah go he's gotta be right about one that's yeah. all it is yeah
1: that's huge man that's cool that's really cool yeah i've never had that answer before i think so, yeah. i think so i mean i have no idea if i'd be good at it but
0: yeah i actually got one of those questions those questions from um a guy that um, i'm so i i'm in the future i'm gonna probably have him co-host a lot of my episodes and then oof, someone just hit me really hard one of those or the pre it's this the rye the rye, the rye yeah. yeah
1: catches up on you
0: it really does it lingers <laughs> and then boom there it goes um yeah, but one of the guys that like I'm trying to like start co-hosting episodes with him because he has a very very different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it comes from a business background. You know, he's very very successful, but he's got really cool questions like that. Yeah. Um. So I mean, eventually I'll probably do like it'll always be like a three a three way where I'll be like me him and then someone that's love like, good three way. Hell yeah, bro. Like another dude that's like in the industry or crazy about whiskey because like you yeah. know like with me it'll like. Hold me back from like just spouting shit like yeah. the whole time, you know. 100%. But yeah, no, I, I I wish I could claim those questions. As my so own.
1: what's what's the answer to you? what's what's your answer to that question? So
0: the answer to that, I I still don't really know. I always ask that okay. um, to people because I personally am trying to find myself. Like I have no idea what I would do. Yeah. I aren't we know, all, man? <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah, to a degree. Um, I really don't know. I mean, if I could do any job that I wanted, I mean, I feel like I'm in the wrong industry. Like I would love to be in spirits and that sort of thing just because like i literally can just be like hey try this bottle Give like, it something i can stand behind and then boom, right. there it is you know but like i don't think i would actually start a business related to that you know uh-huh. uh, for me like let's just if we want to just break it down like not necessarily talk about the exact industry i'd want something that i um wouldn't have to be there every day for something that like i can just kind of set up and let go on its own you know yeah. like passive income kind of a thing right um which i think is the way to go anyway um uh I mean, it's probably what I would do if I had 100k. Just find a business that's like I support what they believe in, right. or something that's like that, and just like throw 100k at that business and be like, "All right, give me a stake in the company, and I'll take whatever." You know. So
1: what would you do after that? Then what would your dream be after that? I'd live in a van, just, okay. just travel. Yeah, yeah like nice. I, I don't or have just anything receive to, that paycheck. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't
0: want to do anything. Like particularly that's producing. I want to Now that to, I think about it,
1: that's even better answer. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, and it's that's kind 100%. of
0: a selfish answer in a way, but it's like I mean, we if like you want to like make it that way, but it's like I don't really see myself like I, I guess I could I mean producing something that's gonna like benefit everybody else. I mean maybe sometime down the road. But I just I wanna do something just for me. Dude, yeah. And just some people want to save the world you know? and some
1: people just wanna live. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I don't think there's a wrong I don't think either or is a wrong way to live. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: No, nah, that's that's pretty much it, man. Um, I mean,
1: be a good human being. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's really it. You know, but be a good
0: person. You know,
1: take care of the planet, all that t- good stuff. But yeah, yeah. like, you don't have to try to save the world. Not everyone. No. That's not everyone's calling.
0: Exactly. Just, just see the world. Some people that. just want to
1: live in a van and see the world. Yeah. yeah 100%. Exactly. You know, and that's just kind of the dream, bro. I get um. that, dude. That's so funny you bring that up. I've thought about that <laughs> literally before <laughs> I got uh, before I went back to Buffalo. I was thinking I was looking into conversion vans and like that's crazy or like a sprinter van or something. Yeah, like sprinter that, vans and see are amazing. How much does it really cost? Yeah. Like, I think I could have done it if I would have pulled out a little bit of a loan, but, like, I yeah. just didn't pull the trigger yet. So maybe one day.
0: Subday. Yeah. One these days, like, I keep joking around, thinking, I'm just not going to show up to work. And then would be like, what happened to him? And they'd be like, yeah, he sold everything, and now he's in a van.
1: Would you get a big-ass beard? <laughs> would you, like, would you, like um, try to – would you, like, take care of, like, yourself, or would you lean into living in a van?
0: So I would – I mean – you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know <laughs> what you mean. Like, so, I mean, I can't grow, like, a super good beard, but I can grow enough where it's like, yeah, okay, I got a beard going, yeah. you know, if I grow it out. But, uh, I mean, I would I would just embrace it, just, you like, full it. on. You know what I mean? I would, I would try to take care of myself personally, like, you know, stay in shape. I'm not going to, like, eat, like – craft macaroni like you know what I mean like just take some time be like let's focus on myself let's make myself better yeah Um, if I grew out super long hair and a beard then so be it you know what I mean but like that's not important you know but like actually try to live healthy and sustainable while you're on the road yeah
1: and if you're out on the road I mean you'd be hiking all the time like doing shit like that yeah that's the thing if I moved to you made out with the mic (laughs) if I moved to Utah uh, I'd probably you know yeah be hiking all the time dude hell yeah dude get a motorcycle oh yeah Get a leather jacket one of these just days aviators like oh, real yeah. pilot and just 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 <laughs> just like cruising
0: your motorcycle and then fly your helicopter when you're oh, not yeah. cruising your motorcycle
1: dude this has been fun yeah
0: dude honestly thanks for coming on i yeah, appreciate it 100 um, one of the better conversations i've had in a while so i mean really appreciate it um shout out to you guys if you actually watch this listen to this whatever um really appreciate the support um stop by buffalo traders like uh, seriously like he's, he's yeah, there yeah so uh you know he'll make you a good drink and if you watch the podcast, to show up and be like, "Hey, yeah, Josiah's got some bottles. Let me try some of those." And yeah, then,
1: if uh, if you come in and you mention listening to Josiah's podcast and you've made it this far, first round's on me. All right, hell yeah, I'm cool,
0: it's good stuff. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, appreciate you. Yeah, it. That was good. Hell yeah, see you guys.
1: Here's your outro music. <laughs> <laughs>